Hey guys, it's Cloud Queen 08 here. Me and Rib Sauce just smoked on some traveling high nine pound hammer. It's such a heavy indica. We've also been hitting our stizzy pens. Mine has sour tangy. What does yours have? I put sour tangy. You put sour tangy. Yeah, I was too. excited to try it. <laughs> so we gave ourselves like our own hybrid high. And now this hybrid high has given us stoner thoughts dun, dun, dun. big time <laughs> dude we were just talking about the afterlife and i was just sitting here like bro 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 <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead babe tell the can of fam what your thoughts on the afterlife are i'll try not to throw it out again bro bro it's okay <laughs> if you do <laughs> I'll, I'll switch it up i'll switch up languages no, alright, so, I guess, like, my thoughts or thought of it in general, it's, like, from my own personal experience, like, I know I necessarily didn't technically die in a sense, but being put in a coma and really not having any remembrance of anything, no feel, no sense, no, like, dreams or nothing, like, no memories of, like, what happened. And I think, like, to back it up, we have to kind of tell the background a little oh, bit yeah, of what I, started well, that. Yeah. Everyone's talking, like, what the hell well, is this guy talking talk about? about? on Instagram, so I forgot. Yeah, so if you follow me on Instagram, then you know that Rib Sauce is in a car accident this February, and, like, you would never even know it because of his great recovery, which we fully are grateful to cannabis for i truly believe that cannabis played a big role in his recovery truly 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 believed it saved his life but that is why he was in the medically induced coma was because he had a traumatic brain injury and it was causing icp which is increased cranial pressure so they had to put him in the med medically induced coma so he wouldn't get any worse and he just had to veg out and completely reset as I was trying to refer it as. I was like, like, he's just resetting. He's just on reset. No, no, it's like a computer. He resets. It's like I ate too many edibles. That's what happened. I was just out. <laughs> Bro, you had a lot of edibles in you then. <laughs> so, like, going to, like, the whole afterlife is because the thought of dying now, like, I just can't picture an afterlife. And I believe in God. I'm not saying, like, there's no religion or anything. Like, I just, my whole spin on religion is, like, before I used to think heaven, hell, God, someone created us, whatever. Now I'm just like, I don't think there is an afterlife. Because I think when you die, it's just like when you go to sleep and then you wake up without no dreams. Because, like, it's one of those days you just fell asleep cold, out cold, and you remember nothing. And you didn't even know you were asleep. So, like, so I are just you saying that's death forever? So are you saying that like it, that that you will wake up again and that's like you being born again? No, I'm just saying like you're not like <clears throat> maybe, but I just don't think you'll wake up. I just think it's that. You think part. it's just like when you wake up from those really long nights, like dude, I was asleep for how long? I didn't even know I was asleep. Like I didn't even have a dream. Like it's when you work like 24 hours straight, you just lay in bed, yeah, and you're just that instant out. But like that's just how I picture dying. Like one second you're alive, blah blah, blah and depending on how you die. That's it. You're never gonna remember. You're never gonna feel anything, and it's just gonna be like before you're born. What do you remember before you're born? It was just black, and you didn't even—you probably didn't even see anything because you had no eyes. Like it's just. Like, oh, that's so creepy like, to think a little baby me with no eyes. <laughs> like the afterlife is there's no afterlife. You're just a clean slate. Like clean slate. You were just. Deleted. It's just finito. Yeah. It's end credits. You're not gonna feel it. Shut down. You're gone. 
you're not gonna think of it because your thought process and brain is gone. Like, and that's why, like, for me, I've always felt that death has always been more of just like a lesson for the living because, like, I've always just seen how people always have obsessed about death. People are obsessed with death. They're obsessed with how to prevent it, how to stop it, how to slow it, you know? And it's just like, they're so obsessed with it and I just don't understand it because it's gonna happen. It's the one thing that humans can't control and it just seems to drive them crazy. Yeah, and like, even if we could live forever, cause I was just, like what we were talking about earlier before we did the podcast was like, if there is the god, the creator, multiple gods, I'm not saying there's one, I'm not saying it has to be a male or female, like, whatever you believe in, the gods, they obviously live forever. And I'm just, like, picturing how can someone be in existence that long and at this point wake up and wonder what new things are you going to do today because... You've seen everything, you've done everything, you've created everything. Like, how much further is your purpose and meaning to do when you're just watching forever? Is that, is that, that, are you satisfied? That's what I've always thought. I'm like, I'm like, are we just like some kind of snow globe and they watch us? Like, that's what they do. Like, we're, we're their Kardashians, we're their reality show. They probably love the shit out of me, bro. I'm fucking hilarious on and off camera. (laughs) <laughs> and clumsy so they probably get a kick out of that yeah, true, true. I think honestly because I trip so much throughout the day that if there are gods that's what they do they just like they're so bored they're just like I'm gonna pick this one human I'm gonna fuck with her her whole life I'm gonna just like randomly trip her ass shoelaces always gonna be untied on the right yeah my right shoelace always randomly comes untied and I always trip over it even though I'll like triple not that shit I'm telling you dude See, and like, I believe in God. I always, I, I was raised to believe in God, and I still believe in God. I just, I don't think about God. I don't think anything that's happening, like, to my life or anything is, like, because of God, or he didn't stop that. Like, like yeah, I say, like, oh my God, like, stuff like that, but it's never, like, literally, like, I'm talking about God. I've been pretty fortunate in life, I guess, but I think that has a lot to do with this favorite slogan that I took from you. My ability to adapt, improvise, and overcome. (laughs) Strongly because of that. But I think too, a lot of it has to do with either luck or something up above or whatever looking out for me. And I don't really know what it is. I've never like sat down and like thought about it. You know what I mean? But I've been pretty fucking lucky in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I've been pretty fucking lucky, you know? And I just think about all the shit that we've been through, especially in this one year. And I'm just like, it's got to mean something, you know? Like, you don't just get mowed down by a car and walk away from it like nothing happened three weeks later for nothing. It's because I am a god. <laughs> You're a demigod. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? No. I, I don't know. That's why, like, ever since that, my whole, like, I used to be, like, really scared. Like, oh, I don't want to die. Like, obviously, I don't want to die now. Like, I don't want to kill myself or anything like that. Like, let me clear the air. Like, I don't want to yeah. die. I want to live. I'm happy with life. But I'm not scared for myself if I end up dying. I'm more scared of, like, the people around me, how it's going to affect them. Yeah, because that's how I've always felt. Like, it's a lesson for the living. And, like, it's not the dead that get affected. Like, 
like just kind of like how I felt when you were in the coma. Like I was like, oh, you got to be the lucky one because like you were Sleeping Beauty and I was out here in reality like dealing with the doctors, having to like jump from, oh, he's going to live to, oh, he's going to be a vegetable to, oh, he's going to act like an 80 year old demented man. And like, I had to go through all that as living. And like, you were quote unquote dead in and, that and medically induced coma. I really feel that's how death is going to be because obviously I truly feel sorry. And like, I, I can't imagine what you had to go through. And like, yeah, I'm the one who was hit by a car. Like I should feel like, Oh, no, so you're totally the victim. Was, you're totally the victim. Totally, point, totally. To me, it was just, I was asleep. So, like, it wasn't painful. Like, I know during it was probably painful to yeah. myself. But, like, thinking about, like, it's like it never happened. And that's how I just pictured death. Once something like that happens where you die, like, that's it. And then even his road to recovery, he doesn't really even remember it. Like, all the things that I had to do for him, him shaving off his hair. <laughs> hey, I went pretty I, wa- <laughs> I walked into the bathroom to him buzzing off all his hair, and I was just like, what's up, Brittany? And he's just like, I had to do it. My head was just too hot with all of this on. And I was like, all right. And then, like, halfway through, he's got, like, this weird, creepy old... <laughs> third grade substitute teacher weird bald cap thing and he's like should I stop and I'm like nah we're way past that kappa man we're way past that turtle boy let's keep going you look weird <laughs> yeah I remember shaving my head but I don't remember too much about it. I don't even remember going on Facebook and making a live oh post. my god I Robert decided to get on Facebook live and I was like no do not get on mom. Facebook Live. It was the first night that we came home from the hospital. No, it was the first night after he shaved his head. And then I was he's like, I'm getting on Facebook Live and I'm going to tell everybody what's going on with me. And I'm like, you know what? You just don't have that great of a filter yet. So, no, let's not do that. Don't go on live. As I'm saying that, this motherfucker is on live. As I'm saying that, he's on live. And I'm just like, are you on live right now? You fucking... I just remember saying, fuck it. I'm alive, guys. It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. I ain't gonna be taking... I don't even know what kind of crazy bullshit you said. People probably like, did did he get hit by a car or is he drunk? (laughs) Probably thought a little bit of both. Probably Uh, why I got hit by a car. I was drunk. No. (laughs) You were not hit by a car because you were drunk. You don't drink. But yeah, that's pretty pretty much changed my whole thought of death. I think for me, because I work in the the elderly hospice side of the healthcare industry, death has always just been kind of more of a relief for me. Like for me, it's not that like, oh yeah, I'm glad that I'm providing these elderly people <laughs> death. No, it's nothing sinister. Yeah, I'm not like the angel of death or some shit. I promise you, I usually like, <laughs> I usually make the, meet the patients one time, like when we first sign them up and that's like when they're still looking all right. And then from then on, it's like with the nurses. <laughs> I can't, I manage their cases. No, I manage their cases. But I always feel like because I talk to them and their family members so often and the caregivers and all the... You know what I mean? Like, I see the progression of what the end of life looks like. And honestly, death ain't so bad compared to being in fucking pain all the time, needing morphine doses every two hours because you just, like, are 
it hurts to die. I don't think people really think about that aspect of being old. Well, is that, that it hurts to get old. That's why, like, <coughs> I'm more scared of being old than getting, like, killed by, like, similar thing if oh I got God. hit by a car. Because I'd rather die that way because I don't have any feeling or memories of it. But if I'm old... As I get to that certain age, I'm just going to have a watch. Like, I'm going to die someday. I'm going to die someday. No, I can't wait to be old. I can't wait to be old. That's the one thing about working on the other end of the industry. It's just like, nah, I can't wait to be old. Y'all be getting so many special perks because you're old. I can't wait to Netflix and chill all day. It's because your time's going to be gone soon. That's why they give you perks. I'm I'm good. Good. No one's going to say shit to me for Netflix and chilling all day anymore. They're going to be like, oh, did you do-do in your diaper again? And it's not going to be because I'm incontinent. You know why? It's because I'm lazy and I didn't want to and I didn't want to get up for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I have nurses to change my shit. Special uh, benefits, dude. I'm going to have AARP, or as like my clients call it, ARP. ARP. <laughs> I remember the first time they're like, ARP, ARP. I have ARP. And I was like, that's, that's significant. What kind of disease is that? Did you get it from a seal bite? ARP. ARP. I was like, what the hell is ARP? Oh, God. I don't know why. I just pictured, like, the seals in the circus with a little, like, red No, I was there for, like, pain. two hours explaining to her that we don't accept ARP as medical insurance. Like, nah, bro. ARP don't work that way. It's like AAA. But I think just for me being on that side of it, I see death as a relief. I also see it as a great sadness. But I also see it as like a time where families have to come together even if they don't want to. And like sometimes it comes out good, sometimes it comes out bad. And for some reason, we're a lot more involved in it than we should be. Like, yeah. like Robert's seen me because I'm on call every other week. And oh, Robert has God. seen me 2 a.m. talking my clients down because it's hard. It's not easy to be a caregiver for your loved one as they're going through this stage in their life. It's not easy. And you know, that's a part of what we're here for is being that shoulder to lean on. And so I think for me, just like after doing it for five years, it's like, I don't know, it makes me feel good to be there for the family. So it's not like, oh, I feel good about people dying, but I think like I feel good because I'm able to help them through that. So like death for me is just something that is supposed to bring people together so that you can remember this person and cherish that person. And it doesn't always work out that way. And I tried to guide it back that way, but it don't always work out that way because most of my clients are freaking loaded and rich and like they haven't been seeing each other since like they were <laughs> before boarding school. Yeah, they probably do like <laughs> all over Skype, half of them. Oh, we have so many that don't even show up. It's sad. That's what I'm saying. It's bad. That's what I don't know. It's weird. It's just like going to sleep for me now. Like, just going to sleep and never waking up. I like to think, I've always liked to think that, that you're reborn and it's kind of like you get another life. Because like, I don't know, sometimes I'm just like, some shit looks way too familiar to me where I'm like, hmm, how do I know so much about this random ass shit I ain't never fucking seen in my life? It's gotta be because from a past life. Cause sometimes I see something and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a bit of it, a bit of it, a bit of it, a bit of it. And I don't know if it's maybe like I just saw it somewhere and like I just don't remember it. But then it's like, yeah, that's exactly what that motherfucking thing does. And then I'm like, oh, my past life giving me some knowledge. Like Thank you, Uncle. 
Uh, yeah, like deja vu, but I don't really get too much deja vu. That I haven't got to deja vu. I, I can't remember having deja vu. Yeah, that doesn't happen to me too often anymore. I don't know, but okay. So I remember the other day we were at Target, and I was I was saying, because obviously, what we think is our reality in real life is what we know and what we see and what we've grown up knowing, and we really don't understand how death, afterlife, all that actually is. Like, we know how people die, but we don't <coughs> understand what's going to happen after except the salt. Yeah, you could like, be. It could be, like you said, it could be, like, shut down, no moss. It could be wonderful afterlife. It could be 50 virgins. Who knows? You don't have anyone to ask. Yeah. And I'm like, I could still technically be in the coma, and I'm just envisioning life right now like this could all be fake and obviously it's not fake i know it's real dude if you were in the coma i would hope that your coma mind would give me a much better body than this but but that's what if that's just the reality of it it gives it gives me what i think what what i think is already real so that's why like i don't realize i'm in a coma obviously i'm not in a coma this is real life ribs admitting he's a chevy chaser Sorry, guys. I'm hitting the stizzy like while he's talking, so it's just like I'm increasing my high as we go along this podcast. But you know what I mean? Like, who knows when someone dies if you if reality is split? Like, it splits into two different versions. We live in the reality where I survived, but then there's another reality mirror to this where I didn't survive, or I'm still in a coma. Like, I don't know. No one really knows what happens after. That's death. like that's like that one theory that Mac told us about. Which that one? Which one's that one? Where, like, when you die, you just go actually go to a, a different um, parallel yeah, dimension yeah, or something. Yeah, it's kind of like, <clears throat> like in a video game, you kind of restart, but in a different spot. And that's why like, some things continue, are... But... Like, with the Bernstein and the Bernstein, and the Bernstein bears. Oh, the Mandela effect. effect. There we go, the Mandela saying, effect. Some people said he, he, was, he died in jail, and some people said he was out of jail. Like, he got released from jail. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know which one is true, I can't remember. I don't know, I'm not, but like I could, I just like it's Bernstein is S T E I N. I'm pretty sure, but I think it's Bernstein, right? I honestly can't remember. I don't, I don't know. Because it, it can't but that's the effect before. that we're talking about. That when you die, you really just go to a different reality, and that's why sometimes you start noticing that some things are different because it still is a different reality, and not everything happened the same. Like how I, how I'm so certain that my younger brother does not fucking like chalupas. Cause I'm certain that the day that we went to go try chalupas, I was like, nah, dude, you're not going to like them. And it was really late at night. And so we just went through the drive through and he's like, I want the chalupas. I just want to try them so bad. So I got him two chalupas and this is my memory of what happened. We drove into the parking lot. We parked right there in Taco Bell because he was starving. I was starving. And we ate and he took one bite of the chalupa and he didn't fucking like it. He even spit out the bite that was in his mouth. He's like, he looked at me and just went, I don't like it. That's what happened. But he swears he loves chalupas. And I'm just like, that didn't happen. So then when, then when he brought up the Mandela effect and I brought up the Chalupa, we just both looked at each other and said, so who fucking died? Me or you? Who? And I'm pretty sure it's him because he's way more clumsier than I am. Way more clumsier than I am. Nice. Riv, attest to him. Being yeah, a... he's clumsy, but you guys are probably just too high. 
<laughs> Dude, maybe we both died. Oh god! <laughs> That's only if the Mandela effect is true. We don't have anyone to ask. Once again, we don't have anyone to ask. Like I said, what we think is real and what we know is real, what we grew up knowing, what we were taught, and what we could actually see and get evidence evidence from. You know, like if we don't have evidence of something, it's pretty hard to think something is fully. And I think that's why death just drives humans so crazy. Because there's nobody to ask, there's no way to ever know. How do you bring someone back from the dead? And even then, what do they say? They don't remember shit. Some people have different experiences, though. Like, some people say that they saw a light, right? I some, But I I think that, for the most part, people, like, it was black, and then they defibrillated me, and then I came back, yo, and I was like, yo, I'm back. Well, I don't think that happens that way. I think a lot of the times they throw up. That, like, right before you die, like, you see, you get, you get like a flashback of your whole life, like a memory flashback of everything, right before you die. Isn't that something that they always say? You don't even remember the accident. Well, I don't even see, saw a fucking white light, but that was still something that people say. Maybe it's different for you because you came out of it. Because, like, you didn't die. So, like, you don't get to have the memories of your being, death. Being in, a, in that coma where I was, like, I didn't put myself in the coma. They had to put me in there. I didn't, like, go into that, like, out-of-body experience where I'm just sitting there watching everybody come see me. Like, some people experience. Yeah. So, like, that's why it really just goes on your own beliefs and what you... But is that really them having an out-of-body experience or is that them just having a very a very real dream like almost like they're half awake half asleep because they're in that coma so it's just like they're taking in all the sensory around them you know what i mean like all the beeping and the like your brain can put together if you're in a hospital if you've been in the hospital many times so like that's sometimes what i think like when people say that they have these outer body experiences and not that i'm hating on it you think you have an outer body experience you make your life better because of it cool for you bro you make your life shittier because of it sad for you bro but i just like that's kind of what i thought like when people were telling me outer body experiences like to me the brain if it's hearing shit and if you're in a coma it's gonna fill in what's going on and like if you're in a dream state you know it's gonna fill in what you're hearing and so like i just feel like sometimes when they say that it's more of like they were in like a really dreamlike state that felt really real like a lucid dream Song break. (laughs) That just happened like with word vomit. Gotta get the song out when it comes up. It was such a beautiful song. That's the lullaby. You can think of that. You can just rewind to that and play it every night before you go to bed. It's gonna be my what's it called ringtone. Oh God! Please. Every time you call me. Thank God I can't call you at work then. They'd probably be like, is that Miss Piggy <laughs> singing Lucid Dreams? <sighs> well, guys, I think this is a pretty good stopping point. We're coming out with sesh number two this Thursday, but we just wanted to give you this little mini episode because we were having some pretty good stoner thoughts we wanted to share with you guys. As always, follow us on Instagram. Rib Sauce is still doing his daily dab. He just did day number 19. And number 20 tomorrow. Number 20 tomorrow. Then twos. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so you have to start learning how to um, 
really start doing it fast because the wax in California is like much, I think maybe it's hotter here too. Yeah, because they either get super sticky or they just break apart. But in Colorado, it was much easier to That's make the fucking bath. I only baths. like shatter here, and, but the shatter has to like either be on an ice pack. Because it just gets <laughs> like, even if it's shattered here, it's like gets sticky after or manipulating breaks. it for a it little bit. It gets too hard and breaks. Yeah. <laughs> But Rib's still going strong with his daily dabs. I'm doing dabs, giving you guys labs there as well. So follow us. Peace, love, Cloud Queen. Love you, Canna fam.